We're good. We're good to go. All right. So uh, this is a new another episode of Dirty Politics. We have a lot to talk about. We have uh, those two horrible shootings to discuss with uh, the police. Also, we have um, Hillary Clinton is not going to be charged, which I found interesting. Have you been following that? I've I've been I've been following it as best I can. Yeah. So much so much coming out about that, but that, so, that's the main. Important thing. Not well, going to be charged. Well, what's crazy is how there's this uh, coincidental meeting between Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton that they just ran into each other at the airport. On which, a plane. On a private plane. On a private plane. <laughs> just I mean, ran into you on your private plane. Come on, man. I mean, look, if if Hillary shouldn't be charged and she shouldn't be charged. But, I mean, again, I, it, what's amazing to me when you talk about the partisan politics and and it is a little different, but with the whole Scooter Libby thing, the the Democrats were all over it, and this is an outrage. Da 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 da. You know, the, he leaked where these uh, CIA operatives are, which lives were were ruined. But it was unintentional, and that's basically what they're saying is that she was careless, but it was unintentional. But the thing is, is in her testimonies. She contradicted her. She was lying again. Right, which is what we we talked about this a little bit already. And it's like, even if you buy in to that, I, I didn't know, and this is it's not my fault that I use my emails this way, and the, but you lied about it. That's you, the bigger issue. You still lied about we, it. We talked about it with Bill. Bill didn't get impeached for getting a blowjob. No, he got impeached for lying to, to, to Congress. And to, here we he go. He committed perjury. And here we go again. It, it, it is. It's disgusting to me. And again, um, Harrison Ford tweeted a picture with, uh, don't vote for either of them. We, uh, uh, Bernie, that's, that's, that's we're, we're, great. I'm, I, I didn't know that. And that's awesome to hear because so often, you know, celebrities, they just, they, they get on one they're, they're, they feel like they're on the team and that they have a voice of one of the teams. And that's great that he said, he said, don't vote for either of them. Listen, we, we've said that the whole time, both third party. Or if you're, vote. if you're giving me excuses, why not to vote for Hillary or why not to vote for Trump? I, I can understand that, but don't try and convince me that these people are good people and good leaders. No. And again, we don't want to beat a dead horse with this. It's just another example of politics as usual. And, you know, then you got Hillary in front of the uh, in, in Atlantic City talking about how many jobs. Stop bringing that up either, because I don't know if we talked about this before, but stop bringing up people's failures in business. That's all part of being successful in business. Like I, I think I said this before, the uh, failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of it. Um, there's, again, it's, it's too complex to go into. Let's just keep, just keep with the notion that neither of these people are qualified. Um, you know, she's just not a trustworthy person. She's just not, there's nothing about this woman that doesn't reek of, I want power. And we're an open forum here. We've, you've engaged a lot of people on Twitter. I've engaged a lot of people on Twitter. We want to hear your opinions. I want Somebody telling me other than he's not Hillary or she's not Trump. One good reason. One good vote, reason. One good reason to vote for these guys. Now, now for for I, 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 here's my good reasons to vote for one is a businessman. One understands negotiating. One understands. Um, I don't. I wouldn't want Trump as my head coach. I'd want him in, maybe in my front office. But I don't need this guy giving me a halftime speech because uh, he's not going to motivate the team. If anything, he's going to piss him off. Um, being the face of this nation is is something that you need to take into consideration. But the one thing I can say about him is the guy understands. And don't bring up he went bankrupt. and all, That's all part of being in a business. It's like being a comic. Part of his bankruptcy history issue, though, is that it almost seems like 
he's profit his his it's part of the strategy. Yeah. And that's not I don't know if that's necessarily like playing that I'm gonna do something yeah, and make money off it and then claim bankruptcy game. That's part, a part of his strategy is lip service. Part of his right. strategy is yeah, I'll take I'll take as much credit out, roll the dice. Um I, I started a corporate umbrella. If I go bankrupt on this, it doesn't affect my other businesses. Right. But he's not the only business guy to do sure, that in America, sure, which course. doesn't make it right. Right. But that's just it, it's the way they people do it. That's the way how people have all these different businesses and and um you know, it's just uh, it's just business as usual. And then with Hillary, the one thing you can say in her defense is, it's some at least a woman would know how to represent herself, represent the nation in a sense, in a in a way that is not so toxic. But even what we're doing right now is we're we're saying why it's always in comparison to the other one. I want to hear a good goddamn reason. Forget who the other candidate is. And not how your candidate compares to the other candidate. I want to hear a good goddamn reason why you're going to vote for either of these people. What about them besides, well, he would do this and she would do this. No, no, no. What about what about him makes you want to vote for him and is getting your vote? The, the one thing I think that for Trump is that he's shedding light on issues that need to be discussed without the labels of xenophobe or racist. You know, I mean, look, I mean, the guy's literally falling on the sword by just... And he's shedding light on those issues by running for president, though. But do you need him to be president? Well, the crazy part is, is like the guy is up against the wall with the labels. Like, you know, now there's another one that he's anti-Semitic. He's like, I can't. My my son-in-law is a a Hasidic Jew or a conservative Jew or whatever. Um, And then they're like, well, that's like saying I have here's my one black. If if you're going to call him racist, he's going to have to defend the racist or or the anti-Semitic rhetoric by saying, look. Here's evidence that I'm not. That's again. That's not why I'm voting for. It. I don't think that factors in. There's too many people. There's a lot of black people, Latino people, and and Jewish that are supporting him, that know him personally, and say he's not that. Right. I had, I had a person call me racist on uh, on a Facebook exchange because we we it had nothing to do with anything. And like you don't know me. I'm far from it. I'm not holding back my opinions, but I'm not basing my opinions. I mean, sometimes. Things have to be racial, but it doesn't make it racist. But again, that's not why I'm not voting for Trump. Right. I'm not voting for him because he has failed businesses. I'm not voting for him because, like I said, the guy is, uh, somebody said he's a hammer looking for a nail. Right. And every once in a while he hits a nail. He's reckless in his words. Extremely reckless. Yeah. And he says things, has no, doesn't even worry about whether or not they're true. No, doesn't care. Doesn't care, and and the way he get you know, and again, I'm not sh- I, I, both. I'm sure both these people are, and and honestly, the way you know, Trump is kind of uh, dissed for the way some of his supporters act, and I don't think that that's necessarily fair because. He's not telling these people the way to act, but I'll say one thing: he's allowing them to act like well, that. Well, then, but then you got to put the the, the also you got to say the same thing with with uh, with Bernie supporters. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're Bernie supporters, and I'm embarrassed by a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, spitting I mean, on the... people and and not allowing people to talk. That you never see them with dialogue; they just right. chant and throw things and act like fucking assholes. Right. And and you know, and again, this is all part of the narrative. But it also sh- it also sheds light on the position and where politics is right now and where, where it's a joke and we're getting what we deserve. 
This is the end result of all the reality shows, all the uh, selfies, all the yep. Facebook and YouTube yep. stuff. This is what we're getting now. This is you the know, new, we're ushering in the new era of just sound bites and nobody cares about solving a problem. My uh, my dirty sports co-host Andy Ruther made the joke the other day that uh, Trump should choose Kim Kardashian as his running mate. She's got so many Twitter followers, and the thing is, <laughs> if and she's a woman, yeah, and if he did, he'd run away with it. He'd run away with it. I don't think so. No? No. How much more absurd could it be? Uh, take Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> take Sarah Palin as your, as your, as your, I mean, Joni Ernst is a, is a respectable um, politician. She's, you know, who knows? And then, but with Hillary, it's, it's just, you know, you know, you can't run on the fact that I'm not him. Right. Well, that's what they're both running on. That's essentially. like, you know, it's, it's like when, uh, What's a good sports team analogy that just won a championship but wasn't the best team? Let's take the Giants over. Right. But at least they out, you know, when they played right. the Pats. But I mean, the Cavs and the Warriors, you know. I don't know. No, Cavs played hard. Oh, they played great. But I'm saying, like, what team has ever won a championship? It's like, uh, this, is a, this is the best example. Say you're running a pool table because I'll never, ever take this victory. And, you, and, and you're... Um, and say somebody's running the pool table on me, and then they scratch the eight ball, yeah. and now I win. It doesn't mean I'm the better pool player, right? I won't take that. I won't take that. Victory. You don't walk away feeling. I don't like walk away you, feeling you like a champion, game. right? Yeah. I don't feel like I'm changing anything, right? This uh, Hillary's all over the map, um, you know. And and again, they're the my my fellow uh, Hollywood people are going to defend Hillary by saying at least she's not Trump, and it just doesn't fly with me. Neither of them are getting my vote. Neither of them are getting my vote. And who now, are you? Who do you vote for today if it happens? Election Ber- if Bernie, if Bernie, if Bernie ran as an independent, it'd be Bernie, okay. and if it, maybe Gary Johnson, you yeah. know, the the libertarian movement. I mean, they're both governors. They're both pretty liberal and pretty conservative. They're a good mix. I don't like the way he was talking about Trump. He sounds like the same idiot. With, uh, you know, he's a pussy, whatever the hell he said. I mean, what are we doing here? Right. What the fuck is going on? It's it's it's, it's insanity. But it, it's where we're at in politics, and it's where we're at in, in the world, and, and it's where we're at as a society. And things need to change. And, you know, there's a lot of issues, and nobody wants to solve the problems. I mean, you know, now we have those horrible shootings, which, again, one, one I was on the fence with, you know, the one in, in, in Baton Rouge. I mean, I saw the full video. He did have a gun. Right. Um, you know, he was, they did tase him first from what, from the new news report and he didn't go down and he wasn't complying and, you know, he's on the ground. I saw the video. The camera did dislodge. There's right. a video of that, but I, you had him on the ground. Right. Like, like what the fuck? I How think, strong was it? You, you really had to shoot him on the ground? I think the argument even if you, even if you, and and unfortunately, not enough people make this argument. They just turn it. It, it gets politicized into a black man gets shot by white cops, and that's all that matters. And we got it on video and whatever. I think the problem is nobody goes down the path of saying, like, okay, he did have a gun, and maybe he was reaching for his gun. Well, but you have it, you have multiple guys there, and you're holding him down. And good, poli- if you're if you're doing good police work. Could you stop him? Could you have stopped him without using your gun? Or how about this? Could you have stopped him by firing a shot that wasn't a lethal shot? Could you have shot him in the leg? Could you have shot a gun in the air first? Could you have done anything? Yeah, put to- put it to his head. Yeah. 
Um, the other thing is that, and, and, then, and how many times did they shoot him? You and, know, and, then, like, and, and then they're and then they're showing videos of like a white guy fighting the cops and not getting shot. That right. doesn't prove your point, because then I then that could just show videos of black guys shooting at cops and saying, "Look what could have happened." Right. It, it's each specific incident. Um, again, I'm not, I'm neither here nor there on that. I, it, it's disturbing across the board. There's so many factors there. I mean. Why? What? What is going on? They wouldn't have been there if you didn't flash it and threaten somebody, because that's what the nine one one call said. Right. But then at the same time, he's on the ground. I, I, you know, that one to me is nowhere near as disturbing as the one in in Minnesota. I meant guy in his car, baby in the back seat. What his girlfriend driving? His and girlfriend she, she driving. was. And uh, and I applaud her for. Keeping calm and, and she went live on Facebook, dude. She well, she goes viral. She she and you know people were taking the video down, and she's she had to do that to show what had happened and to watch this guy die there in the car. And on top of that, he was a licensed gun carrier. And NRA, where are you at in defending this guy? Right. You know, and but on the flip side, again, what's the motivation? Now, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the problem solving. Because there was a ridiculous amount of people that were that were shot on July fourth in Chicago. I mean, it's something like fifty something people, almost sixty, some ridiculous number. We'll even go thirty or forty in a twenty four hour period. Yeah, not all not all deaths. There was like sixteen deaths, and then people that were shot. Um, you're seeing Facebook photos of, of of a lot of these kids, these gang members with the guns and the camera, and you know, showing their artillery. And it's a real problem. It's not like these guys are just going in and, oh, look, a black guy, boom, you right, know, right. And the amount of whites that are killed, there's a more whites that are killed, even per capita, with the amount of crimes that are committed. And you know, there, there's more statistics behind it. It's not just a black or white thing. Here's my theory on it. And here's what I think it is. And this is also through my own experiences. Okay. And this is how we solve the problem because that's what we're here to do. Yep. First and foremost, anybody listening, because there's videos of white, there was a white guy that was shot by two black cops in front of his kid. Why? Because he was on drugs and he didn't comply. So number one is compliance. I don't care who you are. Just fucking comply. And that goes across the board. And if you're listening to this, and you're getting your emotions into, involved, just Google the statistics on the amount white people are killed too. Because there was a, a black woman that said, show me an unarmed white teenager that's killed, and then I'll tell you. It's, there is. There's, there's a shitload. Well, then there's also, you know, to tackle the issue of uh, why are there some, like, white people get on fu- in fights on, on, at bus stops too, but, you know, go on World Star. You know, it's all black people fighting. There, there's there's a, a, there's, this, is a, this, is a, this is a part of black culture. If you go to the World Star Hip Hop uh, account on YouTube or on uh, Twitter. They're, part of black culture is pull your phone out and film craziness. And, it's and, part of black culture. And listen, it's and let, let's be honest too. I mean, yeah, of course, because it's it's. But that's all over. I mean, I agree with that because there's you know comments about that as well. Like there was a video just released where these uh these young black kids knock out an old black man and they filmed it and they're right, laughing. Right. And the world star. I mean, it right. is promoting and showcasing and then again you have you have the white it's it's everybody when now they're now when there's a fight white or black they yell world star right um but there is something to be said the glam the glamorizing of it and and uh, of crime culture and you know what our people do that too we wear the mob as like a badge of honor in Mm -hmm. a sense 
You know what I mean? You you know Italians yeah, that, that absolutely. they love absolutely. they love to promote absolutely. mafia and and they think it's a cool thing. And again, you can listen to music. There's I there's at least fifty songs that I could think of where they're talking about shooting and drinking and fucking women. And I mean, it's just part of selling records. And it's it's not black culture, but it is an aspect of that music. Right. I mean, there's no there's no denying it. Uh and white kids white kids follow suit too. You know, here's what I think the problem is. I think it's in the hiring process. A hundred percent. Because I, I have I have a lot of good friends that are cops and they were street guys before they were cops. You can't have a squeaky clean white bread dude in a neighborhood. I don't think he's shooting them because he hates him. I think he's literally scared. That's my, that's my, like the guy that was in the car, he was, he, he yeah. doesn't, you could you, tell he was scared. If you're afraid, and th- there was that, the black lady that put out that, that viral video, she was right, right, hit the nail on the head. These are some fucking rough areas. If you're not, if you're not conditioned to go into these neighborhoods, then you shouldn't be in these fucking neighborhoods. Because if, if you're scared, you can't, that's still not a justification for you to fucking shoot somebody. Right. You got, where does the, where does the police work come in? Where does the the um, assessing the situation? Now, again, I'm not Black Lives Matter and I'm not pro-cop. Right. It just because you don't have to. It doesn't have to be and or it can be both. I, I, and I said something yesterday. I, I put a tweet out in, uh, about the hiring process and, and we can get into my fix later. But one of the responses I got was saying, uh Think about what these cops have to do and think about being in their position uh, and, and what they have to deal with and their life being on the line. And, the, and the, the, honestly, the fact of the matter is if you're not prepared to put your life on the line, if you're not prepared to be in some scary situations, then don't be a cop. There's other jobs. You don't have to be a cop. And- this isn't a draft. This isn't the military. It, you can't say – he was, you know, he reacted in a situation. You don't know how you'd react. You're right. I don't know how I'd react, and I'll never find out because I'm not going to be a cop. The other thing is, you you can't like the one in Baton Rouge. It is. It's a gray area, and and th- this one in, in Minnesota makes no fucking sense to me. And again, I'm not saying I'm against. I'm not for the cops or against the co- in this situation. It's a gray area. I don't. I've been in. I've been shot at twice. All right, it, it, I'm not. I'm not by cops. No, I've been beat up by cops. Right, but I've been shot at twice in, in in a fight situation. It happens quick. It really does. And the other thing is, you know, there's there's a it's a lot of hype. But, but you you got to admit, right? There's there's got to be a different reaction when you're out in the streets. If you've got a gun on you and some other guy's got a gun on you, and how you react to a guy pulling a gun on you in the street, you have to be. You have to have a. a a strategically planned, trained, different reaction if you're a police officer whose job it is to preserve and protect. Well, there- it's not just you're a street guy and now he's a street guy and you've got a gun and he's got a gun. You said you got a lot of friends who are tough guys from the street. Those are the guys who probably go, yeah, but I'm a fucking cop now, and you just don't get into a gun battle. Well, the, the, but again, there's a lot of situations. Like, for instance, all right, I remember one time I was out in the city, it was St. Patrick's Day. And some dude came up to me and a couple of my boys at a bar and um, he was just trying us. All right. And my first thought is this guy's out of his fucking mind. 
He wasn't drunk. He was just tr- he was just being very, very aggressive. Okay. Now, automatically, I'm assessing he 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 can't just somebody that's going to go try a group of dudes like this is not. He's got to have something on him. Right. That's my opinion. Right. Okay. Um, we didn't get we didn't throw blows. Not that he herbed us, but the fact that this guy I, I don't want to get into details with it, but. The guy fucking was, there was something off. Like, you could tell this guy has no fear of going to jail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of my friends that didn't either, but it was just like, what What the fuck is this guy doing? And you automatically, you're looking at his hands, okay? Now, that's just a natural reaction yeah. in a confrontation, Yep. all right? Especially with somebody that, you know, tensions rise. And again, I'm making this more of an inner city thing. But yeah, it was a lot of Latino kids, a lot of black kids to, uh, that are involved and a couple of fucking dirty white boys. Right. But the reality is when you're in those type of situations, it's heightened. They're, everything is heightened. Okay. So when, 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 you, when you get a call that somebody has a gun and he did have a gun, it's already heightened. Right. It's already heightened. And then if he's not, and if they did, again, I don't know the facts. I just saw two different stories. I saw the first video, then uh, uh, a second video was released. Where it was the full video, and um, the the point that happened is, again, it's a gray situation. I don't want to talk about that situation. I want to talk about what happened to the kid in Minnesota. Okay, now this kid, licensed to carry, is in a passenger seat. Told him he's going for his wallet. Okay, and again, I don't think that this is. Of course, it's going to be racial. It's going to become that way. But the problem is, is the guy was, you could hear it in his voice. He was fucking scared. So what's the solution to the problem? To me, the solution is this. You need street guys to be cops. You need people that are from the inner cities to police the inner cities. It's just that simple. And to be more specific, what we need to do is just start putting all black police department, policemen in black areas and Latino policemen in Latino areas. Majority. And let them go into those neighborhoods where they're now, now, now it's not about that. Now, not saying you don't have some scary black dudes. Like you have dudes that, that, that there's black guys that haven't been around shit. You know what I mean? Just like there's white dudes that have, you know, but I think what makes a good cop. All right. Is the fact that they've been around this element. They can tell, like I can tell I've been around this shit. My buddy, uh, big shout out to my boy Junie. He's he's a cop. He's he's a street. You know, he's been around things. My buddy Charlie Moore, same thing. He's a cop. They've been around shit. All right, one's an Irish kid, and the other's black, but they've been around it. They can assess the situation. You can't pull no Ivy League, fucking suburban dude, and but now, put, put him in, put him in, put him in a fucking war zone. Well, let me let me uh, let me play. Let me give you my solution, which is a, a very opposite. And let me say something about what you just said there because I I. Don't feel like what the, that last point is necessarily true, but I think the somewhere in between is where we get into really, really dangerous situations. Because the FBI is obviously a very dangerous job as well, and they hire Ivy League guys all the time. You have to be highly educated to get a job with yeah, the but FBI. See, but the FBI guys are not—they're not in the trenches like that. Okay. You but, understand? They're, like, but, no, they're I'm prepared, but they're prepared for that situation just yeah, as, just, just like the same. just you can get trained in the military. But the but let's be honest, some of these cops look out of all my friends that are cops, and I and again I know some tough kids. When, the kids that I used to throw hands with, there are a couple that are suspect, and I don't mean suspect by uh, and I'm you know, and I, I don't want to bring race into it because 
Some may be white. Some may be black. It's irrelevant. Right. We're talking about the personality. Well, when we would get in street fights, when we were kids growing up, they were not the toughest kids. And some of them right. may have ran. Yeah. Now, my buddy Mike, my buddy – there's some guys I know that are cops that were good dudes that have been around some shit but aren't, aren't scary. And on top of that, they can assess situations. All well, right? Well, You're in the trenches, dude. You can't – you can't – it's basically taking an open micer and telling them to tour and headline. Right. I mean you're throwing them to the wolves. And when you're making these requirements that they have to have this, this, and this, I think one of them needs to be, yeah, let's see if this kid's been to juvie. Let's see if this kid – like in the Untouchables, remember when he grabs the Italian kid? You, right. you, need, you need people that are from the streets to patrol the streets. What my, Part of my fix is why not – you know, people always go – why not pay cops more? Why not make cop being a cop a more desirable job and make being recruiting for cops something that people want it is, to do? Though, it is a good job. Like my like they, they get paid pretty well. Some of them. I mean, especially in in you know but county. The, well, you have different things. You right. Have, like, exactly. Like you have a county sheriff. NYPD. That, you're starting at like forty grand. You got. You need. You need. 60 credits from college with a 2.0 GPA. If you have 60 college credits and a 2.0 GPA, that means you flunked out of college. And, and is what it means. And and also, well, no, because like again, they some of them have criminal justice degrees too. Right. You know. Um, well, no, that's what I'm saying. The, the, you know, and, and every time you look at people, go, there are good cops. Yeah, there are good cops, and there are people with great educations who want to be cops. But and there just, are people. But, but you have to understand, in a, in a high pressure situation, okay, you're going to make a bad decision. Remember, there's over 350 million people in America, right? And like 20 something million are here illegally. So, out of 370 million, I mean, you, you have to look at the numbers too, and you have to look at assuming that all of these shootings that the, everybody's innocent. You know, um, you can't do that. And again, we're talking white people too. All right, right. The, they they want to they want to separate it with this because it was it was another black. There is white people that are shot all the fucking time, and you don't see it on the news. And and what has happened now is the the Baton Rouge thing that Louisiana won again gray area. There's still a lot there, and they're all ready to go. But then this happened in Minnesota. All right, this happened in Minnesota. That's a whole separate thing. And again, I don't think he shot him because he doesn't like black people. I think the guy's afraid of him. Right. And and that's a problem. You can't have cops on the street. That are just afraid of a race. And, and again, we're speculating here. He was shaking his voice. He just shot somebody. Right. It's not a choice a cop wants to make, by the way. There's very few of those psychopaths that they did the documentary on on the 75th. You ever see that one? No. About the Brooklyn Precinct? I think it's called the 75th or 78th. Where there's these corrupt cops running drug rings. It's very what happened in Rampart. Those weren't white cops that did Rampart here in L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to make it just about... White supremacists finding a reason to kill black people. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's out of fear, and I think it's out of it doesn't it doesn't justify it. But don't and, but, don't, and also don't create a narrative that's going to separate people because what's going to happen now? You're going to make people choose a side. It's what happened with Zimmerman. They automatically jumped on the racial bandwagon. The minute you do that, it now takes away from the specifics of the case. And now the media is is he a racist? Well, how can he be? He's half Spanish. Right. Well, he had a black girlfriend in, in home. Well, I guess he's not racist. Well, then the reality is the guy was a rent a cop. The guy fucking got his ass kicked by a teenager and he was a punk and he was scared and he shouldn't even have been there. Okay. And then now he's auctioning off the gun and parading shit around. Right. He's the guy's a, piece a fucking of shit. piece of shit. He's a psychopath. If we focused on that instead of making it again. 
there's no prag there's no pragma pragmatism here. Now, when you say that you're not anti-cop, what about the fact the way that these police departments are now handling all this stuff and people? Well, the thing th- is, is that we, there's this code of silence and there. OK, and but no one prosecuting their own guys. And do you ever hear people talk about the stand up world? Uh, no, nobody knows the stand up world, but the stand up world. Right. Okay, that people will go so far as to go. Oh, you do. Con- do you have writers? Like they, they they're right. going on right. what right. they hear. <sighs> All right, in the cop world, th- there is there is there is a loyalty to each other, but at the same time, I mean, it's a legitimate question. Do you rat on your partner? But when it, when it comes to shit of this level, yeah, there's been a lot of guys that don't up- uphold that code. Right. I mean, All just right? the matter of these guys, we we've seen now. And, and you say there's a gray area in some of this video, and then even even the even the video in Minnesota, you say the guy's scared, blah blah. blah. We've seen guys running away. Yeah, shot no, but, but I'm saying though that happens, right? And I, my question is, how can there be people that just go, no, these guys are not going to get prosecuted? Look, every cop that every good cop I know, they have certain qualifications. This is the truth. And I'm just going on my own experiences. And just for the record, some of these cops are black. All right? One, they're good dudes at heart. Good guys at heart. One of my friends, I'm not going to mention his name, he, he grew up in, in a rough area. Uh, he grew up with me, actually. He was half, he was, uh, he's, uh, he was half Puerto Rican. He lived in the projects. Okay? And his mom used to, there, there used to be problems, domestic problems. And whenever the cops came, he viewed the cops as superheroes. And he always wanted to be a cop to help people. But he was a tough kid. He was a street kid. But he was a good kid. Okay, and he understood. He can assess situations. The other thing he's not, which is a big part, and this is my problem with some cops as well. In my own personal experiences, is that ego. There's a lot of cops that think they're fucking hot shit, right? And they're not, right? All right. Now, in all of my experiences, and you always want to go hey, without the badge, without the gun. Who's right? Who's really in charge here? Right. You, this and guy, they want to go, but I do have the badge, and I, I do, do have the right, gun. Right. Right. So fuck you. That, though, though, now again, it, it all starts with because most cops are good. Most cops are amazing. There's a cop that that uh, I'm going to interview for another project that that has been working down on Skid Row for 25 years. Black cop. Um, there's a lot of cops that are hands on in the community. When I was a school teacher, there were cops in our school. Most cops are fucking great. Okay. And that's the God's honest truth. It's the power tripping ones and the ones that aren't street savvy. I mean, look, that's at the where guy, the fucking problems. Look are. at the guy in the Louisiana thing. And we can talk about how the video is a gray area and the situation is a gray area all, all we want. But the good cops, you know, are they ever posting pictures holding their gun in front of their computer, like showing off their gun. Like this guy was one. He was like, this is my fucking gun and look at me. And it's like, that's, that's the attitude. And I'm sorry, the standard needs to be higher. Well, the other thing that comes into play too, you want to be a cop because you want a gun. You can't be a cop. If you have a if you're a career criminal, all right, if you are, and it doesn't, again, we're not trying to negate somebody died. Our goal is not to say who was right or wrong. It's to prevent deaths. Right. That's the ultimate goal. It should be anybody's goal. It should be the Black Lives Matter movement goal. It should be the cops' goal is how to prevent deaths, how to prevent this from happening. Number one is compliance. If you know somebody's scared, don't fucking... The minute a cop comes up to you and you start running your mouth, their first instinct is something's off with this guy. Something's off. And you're already breaking the law. 
Now, they wouldn't have been there if he wasn't brandishing this weapon, okay? I'm not saying he should have died. I'm saying this could have been prevented with compliance. And if, and if they did kill him, then it's an open and shut case. Right. All right? There's so many things that factor into this that that's where it becomes a gray area. You can, you can see he's already on the ground. I mean, look, apparently they tased him already and it didn't affect him. He was a strong dude. They're, they're already getting, they're already fighting. This guy's already overpowering them. And he's reaching in his pocket. I don't think the guy planned to shoot the, the kid on the, the guy on the ground and be like, oh, he's got a gun and faked it, shot him and planted it. Right. All right. And again, but if not, he's on the ground and you're not on the ground and your guys are holding him down and you can get your, your weapon and you can shoot him, how are you shooting him four times in a lethal manner? How are you doing it? Uh, it's it's how it, are you doing it's it? It's a fucked up situation. I mean, you 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 have brothers. Yeah, I'm sure you got in, you got in wrestling matches with your brothers. You you probably straight up fought your brothers at moments, right? Ne- never never put we, me and my me and my brothers wrestle. I never put my hands on them. No. Right. I, never, and I never, would never I, swung on my brother. I would fight my brothers all the time and 95 Ninety-eight percent of the time, no one's getting punched in the face. No oh, one's getting never, punched. That's in... what I thought you meant. No. Yeah, because you know, I, I, I've been look. I've been in, I've been in, in street fights and bar fights where uh, somebody unloaded on me without even when when I didn't think they they had enough. I mean, but that's that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying you have to have. It's a, I know it's a different situation, but you have to say, hey, there is something I can do here now, besides shooting now, to kill I, this. Guy. I want to focus on the Minnesota one because that's fucked up. The other one's fucked up. The situation's fucked up in the other one. You know, again, they wouldn't have been there if the cops didn't call. He did have a gun. It was in his pocket. He wasn't complying. Apparently, I now, guess my new, point new is, evidence you could know, come out. You know how many cops do you know? You know, you said you know a bunch I know, of good cops. And, and my, my, uncle, my stepfather and my uncles were cops. Okay. So your stepfather, your uncle, your buddy Mike. I, I, have, your I, buddy. Was gonna, I was gonna give you a story that my stepfather told me that always bothered him until he died. But you're you know, you got let's say your your four closest friends you know are your cops right. are in that situation. You think that guy dies? No. Because they can handle it. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I mean maybe I mean it depends. No no nobody out of all my friends, I don't think any of them ever discharged their weapon. That's my point. Right. That's my point. And I'm not, I'm not saying that these two cops weren't good cops because they've never been in a situation like that. You, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a whole different era now. Right. Like but, these, but your friends like these who never ki- discharge your weapon probably at some point know, had to take down I a guy t- with a gun. I haven't talked. I, one of my friends I know hasn't, but he got, he got hurt on the job. Be- but he didn't discharge. I just but think- he got, I'm saying he got, right. he got hurt pretty bad. Right. I just and, think and, the and standard he needs coming. to be higher. And and that's the well that's, he was he, he did issue. a stop he did a stop and apparently you know he got the guy somebody used a vehicle and and you know but it, it wasn't it wasn't I I, I don't want to get into details with it right. but I'm saying is I'm, I'm speaking vague here I could talk about my stepfather one of the things that bothered him to this day and and it's and it's what goes through a cop's mind all right and they don't have an easy job and you could sit there and say hey then don't be a cop yet that would they, they would be exactly somebody steals your act and you well you shouldn't be a comedian you know what i mean you you can't it's that it does it's not that cut and dry somebody's stealing your jokes or if, or if somebody's heckling you and you and you go in on them and they're like well you shouldn't have gone in on them that's part of being a comic you know Things happen. They're, 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 you're, you're, you have to put in the human factor here. And again, I'm not commenting on because the guy's on the ground. But, but you, you know, let's let's play that because you hear it all. The, I'm sure you hear it all the time. You meet somebody who who does something that you can't believe. How many times have you heard somebody say, "I could never do what you do"? 
Right. I can never do what you do. And and they're and what they're saying is I can never do what you do because I could never just go up on a stage and and talk to a room of people alone. I could never do it. I could never do it. And honestly, if you could never do it, then you just don't do See, it. See, I would have been a great cop. I would have loved to have been a cop. But I chose going into teaching because it's something my, my stepfather told me. He goes – you you want to see you don't want to see the worst of of people you want to get them when when they're at their best and my stepfather was literally on the cover of law and order magazine twice all right amazing homicide detective he was a detective sergeant juvenile division in one of the one of the hardest neighborhoods in in New Jersey but he grew up there he knew the streets he knew all the guys in the streets all right um he he was just a street dude and he was a fucking amazing cop I'm not kidding. The guy yeah. could. The guy. The guy was just. He could assess things. He. Um. There. He had. He. You know how many people he helped. You know. Uh, he. He was very. Uh. Yeah. He helped Craig Hayward, the football player, because Craig got in trouble, and my my stepfather tried to help him with that. You know. It, there was a lot of things he did. He was very well liked in the community. Okay. Um. But the the decisions and things that they see, it's not. It. It. It's not that. That's not their first call. Right. I to me I could ne- I could have never been a cop and I would never want to be well, a cop you, you, because and let me tell you this I'm a white guy from a privileged family in Westchester New York which is where where white people fucking have lawns and the greatest their their, their lives couldn't be any right, better. You have, you have no business going down down to the fucking South Bronx. Right. Is that what you're saying? No, but my point is even me in the I could it couldn't be set up better. My experience with cops is mostly Power tripping D bags. Yeah, what the fuck you guys doing? Go, yeah. you know, that's that's your experience. And, and hey, listen, experience. And, and they have them, but but you also have to understand too, from their perspective, it's it's like being a coach. Like a lot of times, I mean, they're they're bouncers outside, pretty much, you know. And and the key is to not let it escalate. You know, very very few cops have discharged their weapons, and that's a good thing, you know. Even in rougher areas, and then there's some that it's they've been in fucking full blown shootouts. One of my friends that's a, that was a cop out here, he got shot on the job out here. Um, he was from Brooklyn, but he came out here to train because LAPD is one of the best police forces, SWAT teams, all that stuff. And one of his first calls were the Russian bank robbers. Okay, which by the way, the families of the bank robbers sued and won. You have two guys in fucking full full body armor that rob a bank or in a full blown shootout with the police department. That innocent people were shot in, in in the fucking process, and somehow they died because they took care of the innocent people first, and the family sued, and the city had to pay the family of the bank robbers that caused the whole fucking thing. Right, money. You, you know, it's it's messed up. Oh, it's it's incredibly but, messed but, uh, up. But but what what the goal is is to understand both both sides of you, both both points of view. Okay, I'll give you two examples. One uh, one from from the cop's perspective and one from my own. All right. And this is why I'm on both sides of this fence. All right. Even though I'm not black, it doesn't matter. I, I was, I was around some, you know, I, I, I put my, but I put myself in situations. All right. Here, here's the first call. We're driving. We're going to this after hours in Florida. We're going down federal highway. My boy, my Jamaican friend is driving. I got another black dude in the back. My Mexican friend is in the back and I'm riding shotgun. Okay. And as we're driving, we're only 21, 22. We see this chick walking down Federal Highway, a hot-looking chick. So I pull over, and, and I'm like, yo. I say, hey, come here, come here. She comes a car. And, and at first I'm looking. I'm like, is she a hooker? But she didn't look like a hooker, okay? So if she was a hooker, I would have told her to get out of there. She's just very hot. 
So I says, are, are you okay? She goes, yeah, I just got in a fight with my boyfriend. And, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I smell blood. You ever hear Rogan's bit? Right, yeah. So I says, well, we're going to an after hours. You want to come with us? And she goes, yeah, I, w- I want to, you know, she goes, yeah, sure. I'll come with you. Right. And then she said, well, then she got in a car and then she looked a little upset. And then my buddy, my Mexican friend is like one of those guys where he talks to, uh, he talks to like, he, he tries to counsel people. Right. Really nice kid. Yeah. So he turns to her and he goes, uh, is that, are you okay? You see him? She's like, yeah, I'm all right. And then, and then I turn around, I start talking to her and my buddy gets over my Jamaican friends driving and we're about to bust a U-turn because we bust a Yui to pick her up to bust a Yui to go to the after hours. Right. As we bust a Yui, fucking cops pull us over. Right. So he starts freaking. He's like, motherfucker, motherfucker. And I'm like, yo, do you have any shit in the car? He's like, nah, it's my brother's car. I don't, I don't have anything in the car. I don't know. You know, my brother could have something in the car, right? right. So now I'm like, fuck. So we get out of the car, okay, and they separate us. Right out the bat, my Jamaican friend starts going, why the fuck you pull me over? Why the fuck you pull me over? Right. right? My other boy is telling him to chill, and my Mexican friend is telling him to chill, but he, he started going in. And the cops are like, get the fuck up up against the car. So now I step up. I'm like, yo, listen, it's cool. And then they throw me up. Right. They throw me up against the car. Right. So I'm like, fuck, man. And, and they're going and they, 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 they separate us because that's what cops do. They want right. to. They want right. to talk and to each other. Make right. your stories match. And they start searching the car. Right. And, and the hilarious thing is that his brother had a shitload of porn in the trunk. Right. Shitload of porn. It's hilarious. <laughs> So they start pulling out dirt, dirty videos and and I'm laughing because I think it's, you know, yeah. the cops like you think this is fucking funny. And we said no and then and then, you know, I'm, I'm like, dude, I just I, we it's his brother's car. Then they're looking at us. See like these kids can't be over fucking 21 if right. that, you know, which we were. We were all 21. Right. Um but that's why cops it's like fuck, man. Isn't it funny, motherfucker? Why do you, why do you think why porn. do you think they pulled us over? Cuz you picked up a girl. Uh-huh. And then and then you made a U-turn. So they want to pull you over for the girl, but they can't do that because that shit's illegal. But once you make a legal U-turn, now they got a reason to pull you over for the first time. I guarantee thing. you people listening know the answer. She was a cop. Really? She, yeah, she was posing as a hooker. And by law, by law, she can't propose. Can't, we were right. being recorded. Right. And she literally stuck up for... Uh, she stuck up for us because she's like, no, they, I told them I was upset and the one kid was trying to counsel me and we were just being nice to her. You know what I mean? We weren't like, yo, how much you get our dick sucked? Any yeah. of that stupid shit, which yeah. we never would have done. Right. But that's why we got pulled over. So my friend literally escalated it. Right. Because of, of, of what happened. And then we got in a car and I'm like, dude, you need to keep your fucking mouth shut, man. And he's like, no, fuck. And he still wouldn't let it go. You don't know what it's like. And I go, what the fuck? I was just, what, what do you mean? I don't know what it's like. It started going into it. He didn't even acknowledge that we picked up an undercover cop posing as a hooker. You follow me? Yeah. That's, that's how shit escalates. If, if, and the three of us oh, I were mean, fine. I, I had, I got arrested in the Port Authority in New York City. I went into, I'm, I'm flying to Amsterdam. I'm going to take a bus from the Port Authority bus station to Newark airport. I get on the, I go to get on the bus. All I've got, I'm going on, you know, I'm going to 10 days in Amsterdam. So I got traveler's fucking checks and I got $100 bills. And I go to get on the bus. You pay cash right on the bus. All right. And the lady goes, I don't have change for 100 honey. You got to go inside. So I walk in. My bus is parked right outside the doors of Port Authority. It wasn't in one of the gates. It was a very, you know, it was one of those Newark buses. 
Newark Airport buses. So I go in a side door. I walk in the side door, right inside. There's an arm wrestling tournament going on in the Port Authority. If, in case you're wondering what kind of <laughs> where your life went wrong, you're fighting in an arm wrestling tournament inside the Port Authority bus station, which was one of the dumpiest places in the world. I go get changed from a fucking juice bar or whatever. I come back out. I see my bus right outside the door. I'm going out, and this cop's standing in front of the door. There's a guy there holding his wrist. He apparently lost his fucking thing. You can't come out this door. I go, well, I just, I just came in this door. I, I'm gonna go, can I go back out? You can't come, do you hear me? You can't come out of this door. I was like, okay, I'm going to miss my bus if i got to go all the way through the Port Authority. I don't know what's going on here. I just came in. Let me go out this door. He goes, you not fucking hear me? You not hear me? You can't go out this door. They're probably waiting for the ambulance to come or whatever. But I'm, one door is separating. He's standing in front of the door that's separating me and a bus. That's it. All you got to do is let me go out the door. So I go, you know what? You're a fucking asshole. And I turn around and I walk away. This guy, whatever his post is, whatever he's supposed to do, follows me through the port. He abandons that whole post and he follows me through the port authority right behind me. He's going, say that shit again. Say that shit again in my face. Say that shit again in my face. And I don't even look at him. I'm just continuing to walk. I go, I already said it to your face. I said it straight to your face. I don't have anything else to say. Say it to my face. Say it to my face. This guy... He He's antagonizing ten times. See that guy. That guy should not be. A I cop. break down. I swing around and I scream in his face. I go, "You're a motherfucking asshole!" Boom, tackles me. Four cops in. Guys kneeing on my back. Guys fucking putting their elbows on me. Arrested. Fucking handcuffed to a bench in the Port Authority. Well, did you learn a lesson? Yeah, that he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> what I'm saying is. No, I'm saying, but I understand what you're saying with compliance, but also, well, well, fuck no, but you. I, I know, but look, again, it's power tripping. There, yeah, there's some exactly. of those, there are cops that are like that, man. There's no denying it. But there's also the other side of the coin. Let me give you another side where a cop, this is fucking atrocious, all right? And I'm not bashing the cops. It's just, this is what happened, all right? We're, we're at a nightclub. My, a buddy of mine came out of the club. He was all fucking coked up, right? And he's like, yo, yo, I can't find my car. I can't find my car. I can't find my car. Somebody stole my car. Somebody stole my car. All right? Now, I knew this kid from, he wasn't one of my boys, but I knew him. He was a friend of a friend of mine. So I said, come here, man. I said, all right, let's go. We, we go up and we see a detail cop standing there. True story. It was a black dude. I go up to him. I go, sir. And he was talking to two, two girls. Now, he wasn't on duty. He was working detail. Okay? Turns around. He's like, what's up? I says, look, uh. My buddy thinks that somebody stole his car. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. That ain't my problem. Now, literally, it's not. I mean, if he's working detail, he may not be on duty. Well, we don't know this. Right. So my man's like, what the fuck you mean it's not It's not your problem? He goes, you're a cop. And before he could finish, he fucking pieced him. Boom. Right in his face. Dropped him. He says, get the fuck out of here before I get you guys arrested. Right? And I just sat there quiet. My buddy, uh, he was Spanish. He's like, yo, he started fucking free. I go, I picked him up. I says, come on, man. Let's go. Get the fuck out of here. I go, motherfucker. Right? And actually, his car wasn't stolen. It got towed because he's a dumbass. Right. All right. And I ended up driving around with this guy fucking cursing and saying, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, I'm saying it's a, it's a fucked up situation. Right. There are that. Here's, this is the story I was going to tell you what cops go through. Okay. One of this call, this, this call always stuck with my stepfather. His his whole his whole life, um, he get a call. This is back in the seventies. There's a lot of racial tension in our city, just like there is now. By the way, this is nothing new. 
and they get a call that a that a that a young black teenager, um, not the guys that are tap the bottle in, twist the cap, not th- not those guys, right? Um, <laughs> that he's possibly armed and dangerous. All right, and he's in the warehouse. He's robbing the warehouse. He was only 17, 16, 17 years old. So they pull up to the warehouse. They know he's in there. They go. He flanks the back. As he's flanking the back, he sees the kid in the distance jumping out the window. So he draws out. He goes, freeze. Don't move. Okay. And and the kid looks at him. And my the way my stepfather, he only talked about this later on. He said he, the kid had a baby face. He just looked like a kid. You know? So the kid freezes and he goes, he goes, don't move, don't move, right? And, and, and the kid just takes off. So now he starts thinking, okay, can I fire, maybe I can fire at his leg. Uh, he, was wanted, he was wanted for something else, you know? Right. But he's like, I can't shoot a kid. I'm not going to shoot a kid. I'll fire over his head. But what if the bullet hits? And he just froze. He didn't do anything. The kid just took off. He tried to chase him, but the kid was gone. And my stepfather was fast as shit. The kid was gone. A week later, that guy killed a family. Broke into a house. That kid killed a family. All right? And now, in his mind, he, he feels responsible. I mean, he doesn't, but he does. It's a what if. And right. these are the decisions that go through a cop's head. Okay? It's not, it's not any situation anybody wants to be in. But a week later, that same kid, if he would have shot that kid, caught that kid, this innocent family, it was a home invasion. The, the family would have been alive. Right. All right? The kid's a piece of shit. Now, if he shot him, it would have been fucking all kinds of crazy shit, especially if he if he just hurt the kid, but he was like, I'm not that good of a shot, and I don't want to shoot a kid. Right. I don't want to shoot anybody. Right. I don't want that on my conscience, but now he had this on his conscience. It's, uh, you know, my, my stepfather passed away now. He always wanted to write a book about these stories, and this, this was a regular occurrence. He would tell, he got stories where a gun jammed on him one time. Where somebody shot at him and the gun jammed, you know, right when he turned the corner. And, and, and you know, they just want to go home to their families. Right. And, and again, it, it's one of those things. Now, I don't want to talk about the specifics of it because I, I, I have mixed feelings about the whole thing. I don't think I don't like if I if I was on the ground and that guy. I don't know how I would have reacted, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have fucking unloaded on him. But I'm not judging those cops and, and, either. And it's important to say, huge difference than one guy 15 feet away from a guy who just broke into a warehouse who, now, what if the who guy- telling him to freeze as opposed to one guy on the ground, four cops, three of them are holding him. All I'm saying is each, each issue is an individual issue. Absolutely. Okay? It's all an individual circumstance, especially if, if the guy... Look, I don't want to talk about that because the, the reality is, is another person is dead and and now th- more, you know how many lives are ruined because of this? Now you've got two cops who, whether it was bad judgment or good police work, it doesn't matter now because they're already released. Their families are released. People are fucking online. Kill them. They should hang. Then there's people now that are bringing up the fact that this dead guy who had a son and a wife, you follow me? Yeah. And now it just becomes a shit show. And now you have... So many people that are affected by this and no, no, it's a jump. It's a jump to the worst possible scenario. So where in reality, if the guy complied more than likely, it wouldn't have happened. But I don't want to talk about that case. Well, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Talk about the kid in fucking Minnesota. Well, let's not even talk about let, we We've covered both of these. We've got, you know, seven, ten minutes left. 
The kid in Minnesota, though, this is what I just don't understand. You know, he said he's carrying. Right. He said it. Okay. So where's the NRA on this? He was he was a registered gun carrier. Well, the answer is uh, where's the NRA on this? The NRA doesn't give a fuck. They don't care. No. Because I mean, the kid was complying, and this shit happened. Right. You know, he was telling them there's a kid in the street. Now that doesn't negate because there have been people. There's a video. Of a, a person getting pulled over and the kid, the daughter's in the car. He's like, get the fuck back in the car. And he beats the shit out of the female cop, you know, br- breaks her and then gets in the car to get away. Right. The other thing is you don't know who a fugitive is. You have to understand, too, is that when, when you have bench warrants and you have warrants and, and you know, they, they're running your name. 90, 95% of the time, they're going to let you go if you, have no, if you have nothing going on. But they don't know who you are. And especially if you're black. Because the other problem is... There's a lot of people, the police blotters of the amount of, of suspects, you, you know, it's very possible your car or you yourself are going to fit a description. Right. You know what I mean? And, and. But let's get to. It doesn't make it, it what I'm saying is it doesn't make it right. What makes it wrong. How about this, America? How about we treat this like we did the guy who shot the fucking nightclub? Everybody was quick. Uh, again, you have both sides. You have both sides that are just hypocrites. Well, let's not rush to judge he was a fucking uh, terrorist. Let's not rush to judge. Let's get the information first, okay? Let's take that approach before anything happens. And and look. But the, the answer for us is here on the Dirty Politics is none of it really matters, uh, the, the, the politicizing of the, of the incident. How do we stop this from happening? Well, now I like one thing that I never thought of. I like what you said. But the New Hampshire, the 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 Minnesota kid, and and I want to emphasize this: this kid did nothing wrong. Right. Nothing fucking wrong. Okay. Now, and there's lots of those. There's lots of those too. But but and there's uh, lots of I feared for. What what the media needs to do is they need to start publicizing. You didn't hear about the two black cops that shot the fucking father in front of his kid, the white father, because there's no story there. Right. There's no politicizing it. You know, and I'm not saying those cops were wrong. The, the guy should have fucking complied. There's two things. There's one thing I want people to, to YouTube and then, then we can get to the end of this. And, ju- and just for the record, it's a tragedy. There is no, nobody should be happy about this. And all you fucks online that are making your anti, we need to, we need to get up arms and go into white neighborhoods and all you fucking racists online, because that's racist too. But there's at least this, it comes from something. And all you fucking racists that, that keep uh, leaving these quotes about, oh, who gives a fuck? It's another thug dead. Okay? Why don't you start realizing that people read this shit and it gets emotions going and, we, and, and it doesn't solve any problems? You're causing problems. Now, there's a YouTube video of a civil rights activist in Arizona. You guys look it up. Just put civil rights activist goes through police training. Okay? And he goes through three different scenarios that were real life scenarios. They took real. This is part of their training. They took real scenarios that really happened. So they didn't make it up and it's not improv. The, the, the end result is going to be is going to be what it was. OK, so they, they said, well, why don't you come and see about our training? And, and he said the same thing I did. All right. We're trying to prevent deaths, whether or not it shouldn't be this way. This is the way it is. All right. He goes through the training. I'll make this abbreviated, but you got to look it up. Arizona civil rights activist police training. So he goes through and, you know, at least this guy is like a real civil rights leader, too. He's 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 a real guy that wants to solve problems, not 
instigate and get votes. You know what I mean? Right. And try and, and manipulate. He's really cares, which there's a bunch of those out there too. You know, not everybody's an Al Sharpton. You know, there's some legitimate civil rights. And I worked with some in my school that want to clean up and want to solve problems because the problems are people ending in lives. Their lives are dying. People are dying. Cops are getting, in- it's a shit, it's a shit show. So basically, really quick, he goes through the training and um, and the first, the first thing, there's a guy, they get, he gets a call that there's a guy walking around cars in a parking lot, okay? And it was a white guy. FYI. So the and the the person fits the description. So he walks over and he goes to the guy. He goes, uh, sir, can I talk to you for a second? And he's on his cell phone. He's like, what the fuck you want to talk to me for? So they're simulating the, the, the scenario. He goes, uh, we got a call that there's a suspicious character walking around cars. And the guy's like, what, what are you talking about walking around cars? He's on his cell phone. He's like, what are you talking about? And, and he's backing away from from the cop. And the, the cop's going, sir, please stop. And as he's walking away, he's got his hand on his gun. The cop does. He goes, sir, please comply. And the, the cop, the civil rights leader is going through the procedures that the cops go through. The guy's on his cell phone. He's like, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking shoot me? Is that what you're going to do? I, I got nothing on me. What the fuck? And he starts getting aggressive. And the cop's like, sir, please calm down. Grabs a gun off the bumper and shoots the cop. So he failed the first one. All right. The cop never saw it coming. The second one, and I'm paraphrasing this, two people are fighting. He comes over. Um, he goes to break it up. Guy goes to reach in his pocket. Cop, civil rights leader shoots the guy in the drill. He was only taking his wallet out. And oh, and two. The third one, which was the final one, he ends up shooting. He, he shot an unarmed man, and then he gets killed again. Okay, in these scenarios. So afterwards they interview the guy and and it gave him a perspective of what the cops are going through and he said look just comply just comply that's it well if you're right we'll worry about it in court later which sometimes that isn't true either and it's sad to say but that's what you have to do but in minnesota the fucking guy was complying right he didn't do anything okay the kid got shot for no fucking reason and died in front of his and and look i'm not the cop doesn't he's not a, he shouldn't be a cop there's that's the problem so to solve the problem is n- most cops are good but even the cops know there's some pussy ass cops on their fucking uh, on the roster right and even the cops know there's some guys that fucking ego trip right. so just like and and we'll come to the solution I'll wrap it up just like you want people to comply okay cuz it makes your job easier you need to start outing these ones that shouldn't be fucking cops. Absolutely. You can't hold to a code. If you want people just to comply and it makes your job easier, which it does, and there's no threat, and it helps you assess the situation, you got to also understand that there's a distrust that's going on as well. All right? Now, when you, when, when you make it about white versus black, go home, Google the amount of black, white people that are killed. It's about cops that shouldn't be fucking cops. Right. And if you're a good cop, it's your duty to, to fucking tell your chief, this guy's a psychopath. This guy is scared. This guy does not belong in the field. And, it's, and the irony is it's the no snitching policy that the street kids have. Right. And exactly. that's the other thing. You're in the streets and you, don't want, you, you, you're, you have a no snitching policy, but you, you need a, a police presence. The police don't know what to do. You know, now now you have people that are being held captive in some of these neighborhoods by by these street rules and the cops are now 
So number one, get rid of the whole no snitching policy across the board. If you have kids, in, and I'm not talking about if you commit a crime. This is a big difference. Right. If, if me and you commit a crime and I get arrested and I roll over on you just so I get a lesser sentence, you're a fucking bitch. All right? You're a bitch, dude. For, for That's to me a snitching. Right. But if you're a civilian... And you know that this person's committing murders, and there's a 911 hotline where you could call and give an anonymous tip. Do it. Do it. Help clean up the neighborhood. Right. And police officers, if you know somebody on your force is a fucking piece of shit, out that motherfucker. Out them. All right? Start cleaning it up. Start cleaning up your own yards. All right? Because that shit don't fly either. Because I've had, we've all had bad experiences with police officers too. And again, I'm not against the institution of law enforcement is a necessity. And I would, I'm willing to bet that over 90% of cops are fucking good cops because the numbers are small compared to the amount of people and crimes. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so what we do is this. Well, then it gets also because part of my, my thing is it, it's, it's more like, we have to raise the level of what a good cop is, too. Just because you're an asshole but you never shot somebody doesn't mean you're a good but cop. But listen, you could still be – I don't care about personalities. Right. There, I, don't, I don't. No, I'm saying just to people, to people that you encounter while you're being a cop. Mm-hmm. You know, my part of my thing is that I love what you said in terms of having black officers deal with black yeah, areas. Yeah, we, we should And, we and should I don't necessarily think it's you – do, you don't do 100%. But – it makes total sense. Why wouldn't the demographic of your cop of your police force look exactly like the demographic of the area? And the, that and the other working? and the other thing is this too is that you know uh, there is not a trust between the people and the police. The reason for it may not be unjustified, or it may be justified. It doesn't matter. We're solving a problem, so it is what it is. Right. There is no trust. But, but my, my I, and, what and if that's add- the case, then you put like. Like people in those neighborhoods, they should just say, look, we're only going to have black com- uh, co- uh, cops and Latino cops patrol these areas for now. Yeah. Or if, you know, if it's a 80% black area or 70% black area and a 25% Latin area and a 5% white area, that's what the co- breakdown should and be. And there's another aspect, too. If you're, if you're from these cities and then as Italians, we know this. I know, I know dudes that think this way. A cop's not a sellout. He's not a piece of shit. Right. You understand? Just because he's from the streets and he doesn't choose to be a fucking asshole doesn't make him a piece of shit because he's not playing by the rules that only a few of those guys are playing by, by the way. Right. All right. Not all these guys, not all these criminals are stand up guys, even with the organization. I mean, look how many dudes flipped in the mob. Right. But a lot of them are fuck a cop like John Gotti. I fuck you, you piece of shit. Remember when the FBI came to tell him that they caught a a murder on a tire and he wouldn't talk to him, even though they were trying to protect him by law? Yeah. You know, whatever. I'm saying if you're playing by those rules, I get it. Like if, if I said to you, I'm, I'm in this criminal organization, now you got to play by these rules. You can't play both sides of the fence. Right. And you can't be a bitch if you get caught and flip and do all that shit. But if you're a regular person, an average person, and a civilian, you're not benefiting from not snitching. Right. And again, cops, I get your code. So here's what we got. We got – Compliance, first Compliance and foremost. Compliance number one, and that's across the board. And number two, if, you, if you're listening to this, Google the amount of white people killed by cops. It's out there. It's not politicized. Now, again, if you're going to make it a racial thing, which is what's going on now, you're going to divide, and I think that's the goal. If you want to talk about limiting the amount of, of uh, people uh, that are dying unjustifiably at the hands of police officers, it's a more complex problem. Right. So just Google the amount. Get everybody on the same page. Most cops are great. Okay, most cops are good people, 
but there are some pieces of shit in there. Right. And there are some people that may not be pieces of shit. Right. But just are not qualified and don't belong patrolling and, and, and those part neighborhoods. Of my, my, part of the solution for me is when you talk about the, the breakdown, like I think let's raise the standard. Let's make it more difficult to be a cop. See, Almost I, like if you want to be a cop. Right, well, how would you make are, it how would you make it more difficult? What would, what would be your first thing? I I would like to see there be a higher education standard for cops across right, the board. What, what about what about dudes that have records? Like like I would be an amazing cop, but I've got, you know, I've I've been arrested for a couple of felonies. They were less than misdemeanors. But I'm saying um I I it was stupid shit. Right. To me, the point is like Axel Foley in, in, right. in Beverly Hills Cop. To me, he knew the streets. He knew right. how to make the chewing gum to trip the alarm. Right. That's what you need. You need guys know. that know that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing is, it when you simplify it down to oh, you got a record, you can't be a cop. It's it's that's the easy way to do it. They're saying that's oh, okay, that's a you know this is takes out a part of the population. Now, and, Where I'm saying make it. Make their process be more difficult. So if some guy who's the head of a police force says, "I don't give a fuck if this guy gets a record," at least he's taking the time to get to know you. Why you want to be? First of all, to me, if you want to be a cop, you're already suspect to me. If I'm hiring you to be a cop, why? You come in and you tell me, "Well, when I was growing up, my mom was always in a domestic violence situation, and I looked as cops as superheroes, and I always wanted to be a superhero." Check, you're good. Yeah. Uh. Well, my dad, you know, the, the, my he, dad was a cop. My uncle's a cop. Yeah, because look, and and the way the Northeast works, and I think all departments, just like anything, there is nepotism. Yeah, it's like, look, I can get my kid on the get him on the job. Yeah, you know, and these are guys that have a history of police officers, but a guy's come in who go who you know. Uh, they're a physical specimen. They're you know they're a big guy. They're a tough guy. Uh, they they just want a, a steady paycheck and they you know benefits. It's like no 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 no. You're a big fucking tough guy, and you want benefits? Get the fuck out of here. And to take a life, just to take a life, it, 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 it's, it's a normal person. It's not something anybody wants to do. You know? Look, it's a fucked up. It's fucked up. I think that the police departments, especially in the more higher crime areas, should start recruiting more black cops, more Latino cops, and let them patrol these neighborhoods. They know the sh- if they know the streets... Let let them go in. I mean, look, you had the rampart problem too because they knew the streets. Yeah, you know, then they became the they, they became the gangs. But even you know, you look at my thing with education and having a higher standard. There, not anywhere in this in the, in fifty states are you required to have a college degree to be a cop. Now, I'm not saying you should need one. I'm not saying is that true? Yeah, not anywhere is it a requirement. I don't know. Well, I, I do I'm know. You, I do know that if you have a degree, your salary fucking doubles. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, or that, you get a better pay. I don't want to say doubles. Yeah, you get better pay. You get whatever. But my point is, even the training once you start, why? Why are you going? Why is it six months? You go through an academy for eight hours a day, and next thing you know, you're a cop. You look at so many of these things. For a lawyer, you got to have four years of school. You got to have three years of law school. You got to fucking study for the bar. A lawyer is lawyering. Mm-hmm. A cop has the right and the ability and the clearance to pull a gun on somebody and use lethal force. Why is their training twice as long as it takes to become a certified masseuse? Yeah. Why is it? Why? Why can you be? Why does it take two years to be a certified hairdresser, but it takes six months to become a cop? Let's make it a little bit more difficult. And also, too, to all the counties out there, you know, a sheriff, like I know in some of the counties, that you have to do time in the jail before you even, if you even get out on the streets, you know. And you and you need to know, look, in, in, in a lot of the sheriff hiring in certain states, it's very political. 
So, uh, you know, there was there was a couple of scandals in, in New Jersey where the sheriff, a Republican, a Democratic sheriff and another Demo- and a Republican sheriff, they sell can't they they're campaigning to get reelected. So what they do is, is they, you know, they have to know people in order to get out of the jail. So me and you say we don't know anybody on a force. We could be the best cops ever. OK, and we get hired. We're going to we're not getting out of that jail unless it's we know somebody that knows the sheriff or we do favors for the sheriff. Right. You understand? So there is politics involved in that. Same thing with the city cops. All right. There it, it, again, everything is is so fucking convoluted and it and it and it comes to a point. And, you know, you also have people that are that are angry and they're looking to take it out. Right. You know what I mean? The, the, the reality is, is we have a war going on and it's good versus evil. And you can also read by YouTube comments and, and Facebook comments. There are rational people out there and there are people on both sides that are just don't want. They don't want. They don't want it. They right. don't want. And they, the, the problem with with people that operate on for bad, they don't know they're bad. See, good people know that they're trying to be rational. They're trying to do outreach programs, charity programs, work with youth. Like all these people, even with our charity, the the regular hero charity that we work, when we work with kids, there's no one of our, there's no race when it comes to being sick. There's none of that shit. You just help people. You know, that's the goal. Yeah. But then you have these toxic people that just rebel rouse and they don't do a fucking thing. You don't see them doing charity. Right. They just go and they cause problems. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. The point is, there's good versus evil. You got to pick a side. And that goes on both sides. You got to be careful for what you stand up for. Right. Okay. And you got to pick and choose those very carefully. And that's on both sides. You want to defend a fucking uh, uh, a guy that may not be defendable? Go ahead. But just know you better be you better have good good reasons for it. And vice versa. You want to defend uh, a cop just because he's a cop? Go ahead. But you better be goddamn sure that your your reasons are good reasons. That's the whole purpose of our show, in my opinion, is to talk about things openly without labels. Look, I don't have a fucking racist bone in my body. I'm I'm I've been on both sides of this coin. Okay, I'm not gung ho with the police officers. I know that there's a lot of them fighting a good fight and really trying their best. And and I, I'm not trying to play both sides here. But I do know that there are some fucking douchebags. All right. And it's the cop's job to clean it up. It's your job. And if something bad happens, you can't fucking defend it. All right? You can't. Now, now you're, you're playing on the bad side. And the other, the other thing is the other side of the coin. Make sure you know the information. Okay? This kid in fucking Minnesota, it's, it's, it's so disturbing and sad. I mean, they're both sad. You don't want to see anybody die. Right. I mean, look, dude. I'll be honest with you. When we got Bin Laden, okay, I found myself cheering, and then a part of me was like, "I'm cheering because somebody's dead." Right. You know, you even though he's a bad guy, and you're still, you know, if if you if you try to be on the side of what's right, and and you know, a part of you, moralistically, you can't be happy about any and 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 for all these people that are trying to to organize and riot and and you know, what are you gonna do? You could be wrong, you know, let's just focus on what the situation is. You can't be showing videos because then for every video of a white guy not getting shot, you could show a video of a white guy getting shot. What does that mean? Right. And now are you happy that a white person was killed? Does that even the score? 
What, what the fuck is going on? You follow me? Absolutely. And then, and then for the cops, that would, like I said, it'd be like showing videos where the cops are getting shot. You know, is that going, look, look, we proved our point. This can happen. Each instance is an individual instance with individuals that needs to be taken as a specific thing. It's not a trend. You know, you have, there's 300 and fucking over 350 million people in America. Right. Okay. Well, let's, I mean, the thing with cops today too, though, is, and this is why it's a whole different world. And this is why we're dealing with this specific issue is suddenly everybody's got a camera. And so Which I think it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. But also, hey, you got to adjust for it. The person that's training you to be a cop, maybe when in 1985, when they when they were on out on the streets, there wasn't this situation. And you could just do whatever the fuck you wanted and tell your tale and tell your lie about what happened and why you pulled the gun on somebody or why you didn't. But now if you get into this game, you got to go in knowing you got to do it by the fucking book because everybody is watching. And and if you're not if you can't if you can't live up to that standard then you're not you don't but you're then, not ready to be But then again like what they were saying like you know here come the conspiracists well why did the body cam go out right. if you see the other video you see the body cam next to him it did fall off you know what i mean Right you can't just condemn have you ever been accused of being racist <laughs> Yes me too and and it's and it's the worst fucking feeling in the world because there's no way to defend it You know it, it, and and there's no apology no nothing if they're wrong and, and as a white person, you just got to go, well, I guess I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't play that shit, man. I'm not saying race doesn't fall into a factor in some st- situations. I'm pretty sure it does. Right. But this isn't an all or nothing. It's not an and or an or. It's, it's a both, you know? And, and I do think a lot of it stems, again, it stems from uh, unqualified people in fields. And, and, it, and it stems from a community that's acting fucking insane. Right. You know, some of these inner city neighborhoods are fucking insane. What happened in Chicago is insane. Yes. Over 50 some in in a 24 hour period. And now you're going to send cops in this war zone and ask them to abide by rules that nobody else is abiding by. I mean, I saw it on 4th of July down in Venice. It was a it was a shit show. Mm -hmm. Fireworks everywhere. Guys setting off fireworks on my street outside the window. Group of people around a fucking thing going up in the air. Cop comes by. Trying to just scatter the people away from the fireworks. Are they like, fuck you? Picks up the firework, starts firing it at the police car. Happy Independence Day, motherfucker. Yeah, see, that, was he white, dude? Cop, uh, I don't, I think he might have been Latin. Cop oh, drove away. He's not gonna bother, he's not gonna bother with it. Yeah, he goes, fuck this. What's gonna happen? Yeah. Now, now, say that guy now starts terrorizing everybody else. Yeah. And he comes over. Like, you know, what, why the fuck's he even gonna bother? Right. Why is he gonna bother? That's the other thing. Stop. I've, you ever see these videos? These the white kids, everybody. But the point is, if fucking you were, yelling if, at if the cops, Brett, if you were that guy, let's say you were just a, a homeowner and you lived on that block and oh, you would, and I you fucking yelled and you but you let's say you yelled at the guy and he shot at you, you'd probably just leave too. And the difference is, sometimes it's like, what the fuck fight am I fighting? Because there's a lot of cops there. Would be like, you're gonna fuck. He shot an f- explosive device at me and I fucking took him down. And it's like, hey, yes. Are you within your rights to do that? Did he fire something that could have killed you at your car? Yeah, but, but also, but, but the other thing is, is it a classy fire? I mean, look, if you're right. a good cop, you're not going to bother with this. Right. It's like, you know, my dad used to say, my stepfather was like, you know, they don't arrest nobody for weed. Right. They just confiscated it and fucking threw it in, you know, they're going to arrest, throw, flush it down the toilet. He's like, you know how many drugs I've confiscated back then? Yeah. You know, because now everybody thinks procedures and, 
you know, you got to you got to give tickets to everybody. You, you know, the the cop used to be part of the neighborhood. You knew the cop. Everybody knew the family, you know? Yeah. Um, again, these are all separate situations for me personally. If I was a cop and he, and he threw it at my fucking cop car, I would have I would have fucking arrested the shit out of him, you know? But he's with a gang of people. You might start, you know, then you're, you're, uh, then, you're then I would expect then I would call for backup. Right. You know what I mean? The guy, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. Because there's families there. And I'm sure this guy has no respect for anybody. Right. You know, he's a fucking animal. The people, it's, that's another problem. Start being responsible. Again, this isn't a racial thing. It's, right. it's it is what it is. I mean, I, I can't stay. It, it goes, it goes, whatever. So that's the solution. We should hire more um, cops. Stop up upholding to your code. Fucking start out in your bitch ass cops and your dick cops. Um, the other thing is maybe we should just start temporarily recruiting more more minority police officers. <clears throat> you know, because most cops are hired by lineage. Right. Get them in the fucking. Start letting them patrol the neighborhoods. Yeah. You know what I mean. But I but I'm all for even like you know I'm. I would say, and I'm not even joking, I'm pretty anti-cop. I am. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Because of my experiences with cops, and I go, God, if this is what I had to deal with as a rich white kid, what, do, what, do, what are poor people dealing with? So I am. I don't have a great taste in my mouth about cops. But I'll say this. People go, well, what do you do? I say, give the cops more. Make, make, cop, make being a cop a better job. Draw better people to being cops. I am for that. Uh-huh. I would like to see better people be cops. And and guys know like you know like it's like us too we we keep to our own code of silence as comics too yeah we know comics that are not that good that are doing you know that some people wouldn't you know I, I get I get that but I it's we're, that you do that for me we're not in that. life or death situations here yeah. and you have you have the 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 worst thing and I'll end on this because I said this three times already right the only thing worse than a criminal is a corrupt cop okay because when a criminal's a criminal it already is but when you're a corrupt cop. You're not only a criminal, you're not only a coward because you're hiding behind a badge, but now it's a blow to all the good law enforcers out there. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and I think it's way worse. As a cop, if you know, so you can't defend these people. Now, again, I'm not making a judgment here or there on the fucking Baton Rouge right. situation. And I would just want to say I completely agree with you. And that Minnesota and, thing, though? Yeah. That guy should not be a police officer. Right. And, and you know... It's just it's fucking heart wrenching, and again, there's and I but I just want to say I think corrupt cop isn't just somebody that's breaking the law all the time. It's you're a corrupt cop if you're doing it the wrong way, and, you're and also, if you can't do it the right way, then you don't. You're and, and, you're a cor- a cop. and you're a corrupt cop if you're, you're keeping your, if you're keeping your mouth shut. Yeah, if you know something's wrong and you know somebody did something wrong, you're breaking the law. Yeah, fuck that guy or and woman. If you, and if you can't do it the right way, hey. I'd never be a cop. I'm not qualified to be a cop. I couldn't be a cop. And you know what? Maybe you can't either. It's fucking sad, man. All right. Well, listen, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the families involved. Um, You know, nobody wants to kill anybody. Nobody deserves to die. Um, That one in Minnesota is so so disturbing. Um, You know, so our thoughts and prayers go out to them. We don't have any, we don't have any real, uh, you know, solutions to these problems. We can just attempt to, Give it in there and, um, you know, there's not one answer, which is the problem. I have, I think I have the one answer. What's that? Rate, review, and subscribe to Dirty Politics on iTunes. Yeah, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe. Follow Brett. Follow me. Come to our shows. 
Comedy saves everything. And make sure you add us and talk to us about this. You know, we're open to comics. I'm okay with being wrong. Yeah. So whatever you want to do, do it. And uh, that's it.